Hey guys, welcome to the Bridge Church. Good morning to you and y'all watching online. If you didn't already know, our youth group ages 7th through 12th graders will be in the whole church service this morning. We are going to go ahead and start with worship. Every knee will bow before the lion and the lamb. 
and have a few people come up and talk about youth convention because that's we as a youth group went to youth convention uh, this weekend so come on up Hey guys, good morning. First of all, I'm gonna go ahead and say the announcement. So uh, youth tonight at six and it is youth giving. So if you're bringing something, bring your food. And also today's the last day to pay for your shirts. Um, you can pay via online or there are envelopes in the back by the yellow bucket. Just make sure you put on there how many shirts you paid for and your names. And I'm gonna talk about these kids. I'm probably gonna cry. They made me so proud this weekend. Oh, youth convention was amazing. If you've never experienced it, I highly recommend that you do get to experience with these kids. Um, Saturday, we got to listen to um, Speed the Light, what it was about. And we also listened to Reggie, and they can all tell you how much we love Reggie. He's hilarious. He... There just was, he just opens up these kids and he makes them laugh and connects with them on a way that they understand. And I don't, I could just speak all day on it, but um, we, I think they would all agree, we definitely felt the presence of God this weekend. And these children, some of them made the decision to be baptized. Some of them ugh, um, ask for forgiveness. And I just can't say how proud I am of you guys, and I love you all. Good morning. So I'm also going to talk about youth convention. Youth convention was amazing, and I feel way closer to God. I felt his presence there. My favorite part about youth convention was when at the altar call, we all got down there, and we hit our knees and started crying and praying so hard not to cry. Um, I love when Isabella held mine and Kenzie's hand, started praying over us. That's when like, I felt God's present there and we just started bawling our eyes out. Um, I love when our leaders got down there and prayed over us. Then on the second night, we let, we let go of stuff, as Reggie said. Um, our Albie said she was so proud of us, and that really like went to me. And I love, I love you, Albie. Um, so yeah, youth convention is an amazing way to like connect with God, and you'll definitely feel His presence there. Oh. Well, Andrea covered everything pretty much. Um, I only got to experience Friday night, but I'm going to cry too. <laughs> um, it was amazing. We've seen a lot of kids let go of things. Um, we truly don't understand what they go through every day. Um, so just pray for our kids. We're really thankful for our pastors, and um, I'm thankful that, you know, Mylan and all these kids have a youth group like this because it's... It's really important. So um, 
It was super emotional. Um, well, I'm going to talk about, I think it was Dusty's favorite part, too, of Friday night. Albie had us go around Friday night and kind of say what our favorite part was. And um, I uh, looked up this morning on Google. Hold on just a second. Um, there was a little boy, and I'm definitely going to cry. He was sitting in front of us, and he def he had... I think he had autism. He definitely showed the signs of autism. And so this morning I looked up emotion and autism and it said autistic children often find it hard to recognize emotions. Um, sorry. <laughs> Facial expressions and other emotional cues like tone, voice, and body language. Um, they show and manage their emotions so differently. Um, they understand and respond to other people's emotions differently than everyone else does. And it's hard for them to reach that level. And um, there was a little boy sitting right in front of us. And you could just see Reggie and the worship team really touching him and reaching him. And he was just amening left and right and having the best time, and it just, I thought, you know, if God can reach him emotionally, then he can, he can do anything, so it was really beautiful, and I'm just so proud of everybody, it was so fun, and now I'm going to stop, because I can't do it anymore, <laughs> thank you. Youth convention was awesome. Well, um, I'm also talking about youth convention. It was an amazing time. Not only was it fun, like, hanging out with everyone, but it was just a really nice time to be closer to God, and we really did feel him, all of us. And if you didn't, you did something wrong, because that was amazing. The worship, the prayer, oh my gosh, that was, like, my favorite part. Like, is the best. And... Maybe y'all could chaperone sometime, come along with us. It'd be awesome. Um, yeah, that's about it. Like a ring of solid gold, like a vow that is tested, like a covenant of old. Your love is enduring through the winter rain and beyond the horizon. With mercy for today, faithful you have been and faithful you will be. You pledge yourself to me, and it's why I sing your praise will ever be on my lips, ever be on my lips. Your praise will ever be on my lips, ever be on my lips. 
father the orphan your kindness makes us whole and you shoulder our weakness and your strength becomes our own now you're making me like you clothing me in white bringing beauty from ashes for you will have your bride free of all her guilt rid of all her shame and known by her true name and it's why i sing your praise will ever be on my lips ever be on my lips your praise will ever be on my lips ever be on my lips your praise will ever be on my lips ever be on my lips your praise will Ever be on my lips, be on my lips. You will be praised, you will be praised. With angels and saints we sing, worthy are you, Lord. You will be praised, you will be praised. With angels and saints we sing, worthy why I sing your praise will ever be on my lips ever be on my lips your praise will ever be on my lips ever be on my lips your praise will ever be on my lips ever be on my lips your praise will ever be on my lips ever be on my lips
Children's Church kids ages 0 to 12 will, perp will perform a song that they have been working on to show you guys.
Isn't it beautiful to see your children worshiping Jesus? <laughs> That's special. That's special. It's a wonderful thing. I'm so glad you guys were able to be here. Um, the youth group and the kids have been so excited. They're always really excited about this service. And uh, honestly, I didn't even plan on coming up here and speaking for a minute. But I just wanted to just let you guys know that um, we appreciate you guys um, for being supporters of our youth group and supporters of our children. Our children are great investments. And if you guys will invest in these children, invest your time, invest your your talents and just whatever, like uh, the many volunteers that we had to chaperone this weekend, you guys are making impacts on these kids. And when you make impacts on kids, they turn around and make impacts on their environment, in their schools, in their communities, and they go on and they do things that uh, people would never dream about doing. So continue to do that. I'm so excited because our students, my youth group is getting ready to do a sermon for you guys, and they're gonna break it down into four different speakers. And I'm just, man, you're going to probably see me cry. You're probably going to see me beaming. I brush my teeth, so it's good. But guys, I want you to give a very, very warm welcome to Bridget. And she's going to come up, and she's going to start us off, and then we'll have a couple after that. So give us a nice round of applause for Bridget. Uh, good morning, guys. How are you guys doing? Um, my name is Bridget, like Dusty said. Um, me and my friends uh, in the youth group, we're thankful that you've come to join us today for this service. Uh, we've all been really excited. Uh, we've worked on this so much, and I'm really proud of everyone that's doing it with me. Um, today, we just really wanted to talk about unity between people. That's our theme. Um, we hope to elaborate on the bridging and bringing together of people, even though they might be different than us and have different opinions. Uh, in Peter chapter 3, verse 8, it says, Finally, all of you, be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, uh, be compassionate and humble. Isabella, Whitney, uh, Jill, and myself, we all came together, um, and hopefully by the end of the day, um, we want to tell you how important it is that no matter how different people may seem, that we should always love one another for who we are. Um, we might not have the same stances or opinions, um, but we are all one people under God. Uh, we should learn to love one another despite anything, really, that might stand between us. And it's not easy. <laughs> it's definitely not easy. It's really, it's never been easy. Um, since the days of Jesus, and even before then, there's always been discord between people. Um, there's always been a disagreement somewhere, that's for sure. Um, in the Bible, a good example uh, would be the Sadducees and the Pharisees. In Acts, uh, Paul talks about the two. Uh, the Sadducees, they were usually uh, upper class, and they were wealthy aristocrats. Um, they didn't believe in the resurrection, uh, and they didn't believe in spirits or angels. Uh, but the Pharisee, they believed in all of that. I mean, they, they were heart set on it. Um, the two peoples, they, they disagreed so much, actually, that 
if they would start fighting with each other, a lot of the times it would get violent. I mean, it was, it was bad. Uh, Paul, he was a Pharisee, and for a long time he, he was put on trials, and he was placed in front of his peers and courts um, for just trying to spread the word of God. Um, and when he tried to explain that uh, he hoped in the resurrection of the dead, in chapter 23 it says that he had to be dragged away to the barracks in order to be uh, in order to avoid being ripped to pieces by the congregation. I mean, they just they could not come together and just listen to Paul even. Um, he was moved from place to place, always dragged around. Uh, eventually he came to Rome and in Rome he called to the Jewish leaders they spoke with him and they realized that he had brought no charge against uh, no charge against his people he really hadn't done anything wrong at all um, actually they wanted to know uh, what his views were and they even arranged for him to um, preach in front of a large congregation in a controlled setting in chapter 28 in Acts, it says that Paul witnessed to them from morning to evening, explaining the kingdom of God, and he tried to persuade them about Jesus from the law of Moses and from the prophets. Uh, he said to them, uh, in the words of the prophet Isaiah, uh, "Go to this people and say, you will never, you will be ever hearing but never understanding, and you will be ever seeing but never perceiving, for the people's hearts are calloused." and they hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and um, understand with their hearts in turn, and I would heal them. Um, with his lesson, Paul tried to explain to the people that um, their hearts were calloused, and they were unwilling to love one another, and some of them, they listened, and they were convinced and they believed the words that Paul was saying. They started to believe in God. Um, it's from this that we must learn how cr it's really crucial to love people despite any differences that they might have. Um, God wants us to love people as Jesus did. We must try to unify everyone we, uh, we meet the best we can. It's, it's not easy. A lot of people, they're not gonna do, they're not gonna agree with you no matter what you say, but you just have to just power through it and just take it. No matter how mad they might be, you just have to be the best Christian you can and not say anything back and just accept them. Um, the Bible, it has so many different examples to teach about with uh, differences and discord in people. I mean, there's probably hundreds in there but today it's just it's so hard because every day there's something new and sometimes you're not going to know how to react to that um, but uh, my friend Whitney is going to come up and she's going to elaborate on some of those so please give a warm welcome to Whitney Hey guys, uh, I'm Whitney. How y'all doing this morning? Good. I'm a regular attendee of the Bridge Youth Group. 
I am happy to be able to be here speaking to you this morning. Before I dive in, I would like to say an amazing job to Bridget on her explanation of a biblical disagreement. I would like to say, did you said that? <laughs> in my portion of this of the disagreement, I would like to discuss on how we disagree in modern times to show how things have changed since biblical times. Question, who in here has an opinion on COVID-19? Okay. There is a lot of debate about the vaccine, mask, social distancing, along with quarantining. Some people say you must get the vaccine to prevent the spread of the virus. And some people believe that if you get the vaccine, you will be worse off on the long run. The science behind both of these arguments vary, some valid and some ridiculous. The same is true with masks. You can wear them or don't wear them. The Kyle Rittenhouse case, I don't know much about it, but there's a lot going on there. Uh, Trump versus Biden and what to eat after Sunday service. All of these topics have common denominators. People will find something to disagree on no matter what the topic is. Our job as Christians should be to should be to bridge the gap between these debates, extend love to those who have differing opinions, and behave like Jesus in all situations. Be Christ-like, everybody. Despite our differences, at the end of the day, we all are God's people, and we should love one another as he loves us. Here is Isabella. She is going to compare the past to the present. Good morning for the third time today, everyone. Um, I am Isabella, and I am part of the Bridge Youth Group, and today, as you know, is our youth service. Whitney and Bridget have told us about disagreements between the Pharisees and the Sadducees and disagreements in our times today. By the end of my sermon, I want you all to realize that no matter how we might disagree, we can still love people. Now, as the Bridge Church, loving others is a main part of what we do, but how many of us still argue over a certain opinion we have on things. I know I do, I'm not afraid to admit it, and I'm also not afraid to say I'd love to improve it. I want unity in our times today. Psalms chapter 133 verse one says, how wonderful and pleasant is it when brothers live together in unity. We all know we don't have that and how hard it would be to achieve that here on earth. Even in the Bible it tells of stories where the people are divided and there just isn't unity. Let's take a look at Acts chapter 28 verse 24 and 25. Some were persuaded by the things he said, but didn't, others did not believe. And after they had argued back and forth amongst themselves, they left with this final word from Paul. The Holy Spirit was right when he said to your ancestors through Isaiah the prophet. So this is after um, Paul tried to tell the people who Jesus was, and those who didn't believe him started arguing with him. In other words, there was some unity, and there was not some unity. Continuing in Acts chapter 28, verse 27, Oh, sorry, in Acts chapter 28, verse 27. For the hearts of the people are hardened, and their ears cannot hear. And they have closed their eyes, so their eyes cannot see, and their ears cannot hear. And their hearts cannot understand, and they cannot turn to me and let me heal them. Do you see something that the now and the then have in common? Yeah, sorry. 
Maybe the fact that our hearts are still hard today or that we close our eyes so we cannot see. We can't have unity if we don't listen to them, at least hear their reasoning, and we have to at least love them. Don't you think God loves those people? Why shouldn't we? Which circles back around to our main point. Even though you may disagree with someone, you can still choose to love them. And just think, when people were mean to each other back in the day and had disagreements before Jesus, God would do some pretty crazy things. Fireballs, she-bears, and that's just the beginning. Now that Jesus came, we don't see as many fireballs or she-bears, but that doesn't mean we can be a slacker and not even try. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 35 says, The Lord shall smite thee in the knees. So just remember that the next time you choose not to love someone. I hope you have enjoyed my piece of the sermon and have learned a valuable lesson. Thank you for listening, and now introducing last but not least, my friend Jill. Hi guys, how are you guys doing? I'm Jill, as you as you know, yeah, so I'm here to talk about uniting as one. Okay, so how do we bridge the gap between such vast differences nowadays between people? Instead of staying inside a closed viewpoint, we should reach out and open our hearts even to the people who think differently than us. That does not mean we have to agree with them or the things that they believe, but as Christians, we should always be welcoming and give people the chance to say what they think. So going back to our theme verse, 1 Peter 3, 8, it says, Finally, all of you should be of one mind, sympathize with each other, love each other as brothers and sisters, be tenderhearted, and keep a humble attitude. Okay, so how do we keep, like, get to the point of being of one mind, right? Well, in all honesty, we aren't going to be completely of one mind. We aren't going to agree completely but, but, as the Christians we are, we have to do things, certain things, yeah, to get to being of one mind. So one way we get there is to sympathize with each other. So we can and will understand what people are going through. So if you're going through a rough time, just think this is being done for a reason, because I'm sure we've all been going through rough times. Yeah, you know, not just me. So, in Psalms 118, it says, this is the Lord's doing, and it is wonderful to see. So, even though you're going through rough patches in life, think that this is wonderful because God is with you. Right? Yeah. Okay. We also have to love each other like brothers and sisters. Who all has, like, a brother or a sister? Me. Yeah. We don't like them sometimes. You know. My sister's somewhere around here. I don't like her sometimes. <laughs> but I still love her. Still love her. So you have to be a loving person to someone, even though you both disagree. Be Christ-like and love each other. Love people. In John 4, 8, 1 John 4, 8, it says, But anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. So we got to love each other, you know. Finally, be tenderhearted and keep a humble attitude, so be kind and gentle to those we disagree with. So, like, being kind, you know, be kind with each other. So, instead of dividing, let's unite. I know we talked about a lot, and it, great job to you guys. Don't get me wrong, y'all did great. But what I'm trying to get is our message has been about how people are divided nowadays and in Jesus' time, but also comparing them and contrasting them. But now we need to unite as one. We may not be able to agree on everything, but we can and still come together 
and worship really the only thing that matters. I know we have gone through a lot this morning, and I'm glad you guys know, but I would like you to pray with me. Maybe you are not really united with people around you, like at work or school, at home even, but that's okay. That's why we are here today. I want you to pray to become, like I want to pray for you to become a better Christian or even a Christian yourself, and if you want to know want to know Jesus or become a Christian, you can pray the simple prayer. If you don't, you don't have to say it aloud, but you pray it and God will know. So please stand with me and pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that you forgive me of my sins and I believe Jesus died for me and I want to become a part of your family. So I pray you forgive and I know you love me and I know I've sinned and I realize I have and I'm going to try to become a better person and not sin so I can live for you. Amen. Now, let's welcome my great friend, Ella. I'm not Ella. What about that? Amen. So awesome to hear uh, the teenagers uh, share from their heart and uh, all the work that Dustin Albee has put into uh, what had just happened. And this is kindly one of those situations that I'm always in awe of how God uh, directs our church and just seeing it firsthand myself. Always in November, I, I plan out a year's calendar for sermons and I put down this weekend being the youth group's weekend, I didn't know that they was going to come back from youth group, uh, from the youth movement. And how awesome is that, that God had it lined up, that even though they just went to Louisville and had a great weekend and come back and just send their heart uh, full of God, and then to pour that out to us as adults. And how many do agree what they said is what we need to hear? Amen. Let's, let's give them a good hand clap, the ones that just spoke, the singing. It was awesome. It's exactly what the bridge is, who we are, what we are, and it's exactly what we adults need to hear. Get along. Amen. God will smite you in the knee. I love that. That's, that's, that's the message right up in your grill, right? We, we need to have that. So just so, so grateful for Dustin Albee and their leadership in the youth program. And if you've got teenagers, you need to get them to youth group here on Sunday nights, at, not here at the, at the school, but out at the church building. Uh, it's just such a phenomenal group of kids that just, and I, I love it that there's diversity in, in their group. And when one hurts, they all hurt. And when one is downtrodden, the other ones will pick them up. And when the other ones are up, they'll be able to help the other ones that's in need. And just how they share with each other, it's so great. Um, but Ella's going to come up and, and kind of close us in prayer, and uh, I love Ella. She is one of those ones that just, wherever I walk up to her, I, kids are always intrigued by when I come up because they don't know what I'm going to say, and then I put them on the spot, and then she just looks at me always with a big smile, and it's just a joy to my heart uh, knowing Ella's going to come up here and pray over us as a church because... Our kids deserve to share. Amen. 
And we are the Bridge Church, but we're not just an adult church. Amen? We're children's church. And those little kids jumping up and down while ago, they had me in the back uh, singing. And I'm not very good at singing, but I, I was with them. I wouldn't move my hands, Betty and Mary and Mom. And some of you was. I seen your hands, but I, I was back there being me shy. But uh, what an awesome time for the children's church and youth group together today. But Ella, won't you come up and uh, share with us uh, and pray or whatever you're going to do? It's yours. <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this service. Help all of us unite, us to unite despite our differing opinions and be more Christ-like in our walk with you. Please continue to let our church and youth group grow in number and be closer to you. We ask in your holy name, amen. All right, man. Excellent. So how wonderful. That is so great. Thank you guys so much for being here, being a part of the youth service, allowing the students to minister to you guys. Um, that was a great. Give them another round of applause, would you? Yes. Thanksgiving. Yeah. To them. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, everybody, I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful, awesome Thanksgiving. Um, be with your family. Be with your friends. Um, take time. I just want to challenge each one of you while you're with your families this week. I know because I have a family. I know how families are. It can be stressful. It could be taxing, annoying, great, awful. It could be a lot of things, right? It could be a lot of things. But I challenge each and every one of you this week, as you're with your family, to find grace for them. Um, just take an, a moment to appreciate the fact that you have them in your life. Because you truly don't know how much you'll miss someone or how much you'll, you know, whatever, until they're gone. Just take the time this week to love, to care about, and just celebrate one another and find something to be really, really thankful for. I love you guys so much. Thank you guys so much for being here. Um, have a blessed week and, uh, and uh, continue to pray for our youth group and for our church. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you.